My name is Anne Cooper and you're listening to That Coffee Show. Welcome to That Coffee Show. You're with Benny and with Rach (laughs) and I've got another sound effects there. We are talking today with Anne Cooper, who is an absolute industry legend. Anne has over 25 years experience in the coffee industry. She's won barista competitions, coffee tasting competitions, roasting competitions. I could talk about your resume and just keep going on, but we wouldn't have any time left to interview you, <laughs> Anne. So, uh, so let's just, let, we'll start there. And um, anyway, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for thinking to yeah have me on. I really appreciate it. Ah, uh, I've always loved chatting to you uh, from from day dot. So, for, I don't yeah, know. I don't know how far absolutely. back it goes to when we met, but I think it's gone yeah, back. Yeah, I was like to... just trying to trying to remember. Yeah, sort of first crossing paths and it would have been maybe. Yeah, I don't it's know, been a long time. Like a Sydney cafe beers back in the <laughs> mid two thousands. Probably. I, I don't know yeah. something like that. But, but anyway, it, it could be. I mean, that's like fifteen. What yeah. fifteen years yeah. ago? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Long time. <laughs> I liked you. I liked you then. I like you now. But. Um, <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> but anyway, welcome to the show, and um, just for the people listening, can you just tell us a little bit about um, perhaps your your coffee journey mm. and how you got started in the industry? Oh crikey! <laughs> um, so I mean, like now. Like I work as a roasting consultant in the lead up to that, like, yeah. you know, how the hell did I end up on, you know, the production manufacturing, you know, training consulting side of the industry? Mm. I guess like a lot of people, you know, I finished school, went to uni and I'm I'm the, the typical uni story <laughs> where I'm just working in a cafe to make ends meet. Yeah. And... You know, I was actually starting in the kitchen, washing dishes, you know, yeah. helping to learn how to make, um, help the chef, you know, back up in the kitchen and all that kind of stuff. And then one night front of house uh, didn't turn up. And so they kind of looked at me and went, well, you're kind of the next person to logically go out there. So <laughs> off I went and went out and started to learn all the front of house stuff. And that meant also learning how to make coffee. Wow. And oh, yeah, I'll never forget, you know, that first time, you know, you steam milk and you <laughs> oh, burn your arm and you're just like, what's yep. this coffee making business? And yeah, so this all started in, I did all of my barista life um, in Brisbane in Queensland. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, from that, you know, learning how to make coffee and then even just like working at the front, I really enjoyed, you know, hospitality. And then I started to sort of seek more coffee-focused jobs. Yeah. So ironically, I ended up back at uni um, where I did a lot of work on the coffee carts. Um, oh. So that was like high volume, yeah. really fast, um, yeah. you know, coffee making and a chance to do things over and over again. And it's very addictive. And I think, you know, we, we get really addicted to that instant results feeling yeah. of when you, you make a coffee and it's like, you know, customers love it and mm. that whole process so, yeah, so I did that for a while and then started to seek more cafe-focused roles. Yep. Um, again, sort of like high volume, so a lot of work on Park Road, on the cafes along there. Yep. And then, and then like along the way, you start to meet people. So, and I think 
the best thing, you know, is when you start to meet um, like the, some of the salespeople and, and yeah. network with other people. And mm. so then I got an opportunity to do barista training. So, you know, you know, naturally, you know, do um, management and training with all yeah. those that time in the cafe. And then moving into training, I got a chance to do um, all the prepare and serve, all of the accredited training with Dow Egberts. Yes. And that meant working with Coffee Academy based here in Melbourne mm. um, and also taking on clients, um, like franchise clients like the yeah. Coffee Club. Wow. Um, so definitely then starting to spread into different areas in the industry. So it's kind of cool when you're going, wow, I started washing dishes <laughs> mm. and now I'm starting to work with, you know, different parts of the industry oh, as far yeah. as, you know, corporate and franchising and getting a taste of coffee from that perspective. Yes. And then I sort of got, um, you know, missing, you know, the coffee world a bit and um, got involved in the barista competitions. So yeah. more getting, you know, back back more tangible on that side of things. And so, so I was so Queensland the, champion from so, 06 So for the people 08. listening wow. that might not be super in the coffee industry, we do yep. barista championships and they're <laughs> – they're a really big yep. deal. They are. They're massive. Yeah, so, hey, three, yeah right? definitely. So, but yes, and you so, are the Queensland champion. <laughs> yeah, which was really cool. Um, and through that, there was an opportunity, obviously, to need to learn how to start, not yeah. roasting itself, but learning more about the process, mm. um, more about the coffee that we were, you know, showcasing in the yeah. competition. Um, and that started all the way back in like kind of initially like 2000 and. Wow. Um, but 2005 was kind of the first, you know, and then kind of went from there. And and then um, through the comps, um, again, you meet great people mm, and yeah. networking. And then, then I got my first production um, sort of roasting role with Debella Coffee in Brisbane. Um, oh, Debella. So I was head of production. Yeah, I was head of production there for a few years, starting with a 60-kilo size roaster, then yeah. moving on to a 120 and, like, you know, decent volume but lots of good processes and yep. lots of great uh, lessons in terms of, again, starting to dip into using um, industry sort of programs like SAP, so learning inventory yes. control yeah. and all that kind mm. of stuff. So that was really awesome. And, like, you know, first step into roasting kind of big volumes and, you know, pretty much hit the ground running on that. Wow. And then I had the chance to move to the US in wow. 2009. Um, so I kind of disappeared from the Australian <laughs> scene for about four years. Hey, look, I noticed too. I definitely missed you. But then I disappeared as well for, yeah. for a while. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So definitely, you know, a lot of change was happening here in the industry, a lot of growth. But in the meantime, in the US, um, I had the chance to work for a really great company called Dallas Brothers Coffee. Cool. And I was a part of their specialty program. So they were one of these really well-established, like 100-year-old companies. Wow. Um, and they were just starting to rebrand and introduce a specialty part. So I came along at the right time to sort of get involved with them and they had two beautiful reconditioned probats. They had a mm. G45 and a UG15. Oh. So I guess for, for the listeners that, you yeah. know, to a roaster, that's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. a, 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 vintage, a beautiful vintage, you yeah. know, car that's been pimped out yeah. and, and basically, you know, done up to the hilt. These mm. roasters are amazing. The way they've been refurbished was just oh. wow. beautiful. But I really, like, I really grew up a lot, I think, in coffee and with yeah. my roasting in the US because basically having to learn, um, you forget, you've got to relearn everything. Yeah. Mm. I have yeah. to relearn all my temperatures, all my weights, like yeah. everything. So, and a different cultural palette. Yes. Mm. So, I definitely recommend to those that, you know, if they're in coffee and they're listening, 
Yeah. And you're at a point in your life where you've got the chance, oh, this is going to be sound really dumb now with COVID. I was going to say, if you get wow. the chance to live and work in another country oh. in another coffee culture, do it. Well, you know when what? You can. Never. You, know, you never, you never um, know. Like we, yeah. yeah. When, when all of this hopefully wraps up at it some point. It could definitely still happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but it's a great opportunity, I think, with coffee and hospitality mm. and, and just everything is travel if you yes. can and mm. work in another, you know, country and industry if you can. For sure. Yeah. And, yeah, just had lots of great fun getting involved. Um, so got involved with the Barista Guild and the Roasters Guild. I got involved. I did the Barista Comps again over yeah. there. So yeah. I got through to USBC, which is really cool. So doing their national competition was huge. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> awesome. Really overwhelming but fun. <laughs> and the Roasters Guild was really great because I got involved with the Education Committee. Yeah. Um, I still do a little bit of work with SCA, delivering workshops and um, yes. doing some research and stuff. And then um, also had to have my Q graders because that was part of my role mm. and, and still maintain that. Yeah, then came back to Australia um, and then I was I landed in Melbourne and mm. I was the head roaster for Proud Mary and then did a bit of work with Axel Coffee. Then I sort of like after a while, kind of like a, like being a barista, you feel like you sort of reach a bit of a ceiling. Yeah. And, you know, naturally, you know, along the way there was a few, you know, questioning in terms of can I stay in hospitality? Can yeah. I make a career out of coffee? Yes. Um, and I think when I made that clear-cut decision, you know, to stick with coffee and keep on using those great networks that you that you the people that you meet that help mm. you along the way and yeah. and you know and make that decision to stick with it was great but yeah definitely got to a point with the roasting where it was like okay what's next yeah. and saw an opportunity at the time um, I think Australia was just at a good point to start offering roasting courses Absolutely. and consulting mm. yeah. so that's what I've been doing you know for the now the last you know four and a half almost five years now wow. where once a month I do a monthly roasting course and then when I'm not doing that I'm traveling around Australia and across yeah. and you know I've got clients in the US and Brazil wow. working one-on-one -on -one with roasters you know in their roasteries helping them out with whatever it is that they That's want to work on and, and being that person yeah. that they can bounce off as roasters you know to an extent we're all self-taught. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I'd probably really only say in the last five years or so, mm. information and education has really stepped up for oh, us yeah. in terms of helping so us better understand the whys, but why, but why do, <laughs> why do I need to do, you know, this at this point in the roast yeah. kind of thing. And, and um, yeah, it's been really amazing. I mean, uh, in the last, that time, these last four and a half years, I've been in hundreds of different, yeah. You know, roasteries have used hundreds of different machines yeah. and been super spoiled in ah. having the chance to use so many different bits of equipment um, and, yeah, meet so many amazing roasters. It's pretty cool, wow. eh? So, Sounds like a journey yeah, so and a half. kind of like, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, it is. It's so, it's so, so cool. So, so kind of very much in the background now in terms of just, um, yeah, in the roasting room um, yes. side of things. So a lot of people in Australia and uh, say over in the US have you to thank for their coffee tasting better. Basically, you're an oh, unsung yeah, hero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's the case. <laughs> an unsung hero. In, you know. Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, just take it. That's good. Uh, so and um, shifting gears, what do you drink in the morning? What's your morning coffee mm. ritual? Ah, oh, my dream. <laughs> this is going to sound really spoiled. If I could have an SP9 on right. my kitchen top bench, <laughs> where I can just go and make a pour, make a pour over with that, yep. that would be amazing. But no, I think yeah, generally, like everybody, you know, we have an espresso machine at home. Yeah. Um. So it's always an espresso. Mm. Mm. 
Okay. And another, I got another quick question. People in, uh, people that are in New York, which is tricky at the moment, uh, yeah. if they are traveling to New York, but when they do travel to New York, what would be your number one uh, bucket list oh. uh, cafe visit? Number one. What's your What's oh, your tip? Man, I'm trying. To- <laughs> um, I know there's like you probably got oh, twenty, but yeah. <laughs> Look, a good start is yep. Black Fox mm-hmm. uh, downtown, yep. near, like down near Wall Street. It's kind of cool too because if you start there, because yeah. New York's so walkable. Yeah, yes. like it's a it's a walking city. So just yeah, basically, um, start downtown and just start walking down Broadway, yeah. and you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll find um, something. But um, and one of my one of my things that I like to say to uh, people that are traveling to the states is I'll give them maybe one or two places to go to, and then I'll say talk to the barista and mm. ask them where they yes. recommend. 100%. Because they've got their network yep. too. Absolutely. Like, oh, you got to check out this. you got to do this. And you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know exactly I'm set. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Talk to yeah. people in the know. And then like it's always, you know, it's always cool to check out the places that you always read about. So you've got to go to Stumptown. Yes. At least one of those cafes yeah. and Intelligentsia. And then, you know, you can go to the circus and go to the Starbucks yep. Reserve. Yeah. Which I have to admit, it's a pretty cool setup. Like it's pretty, it's yeah. pretty amazing. It's pretty wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's so many great places to mm. see. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. That's awesome. Just as we're touching on New York, um, you're saying that you do consulting and you work with people overseas um, and in Australia. Mm-hmm. How do you find like the the tasting palette? Does it change a lot between um, like countries? Yeah, totally. Definitely, um, like working in the US, again, like I had to, like, you know, from a cultural palette perspective, I had to really better understand drip. Right. Mm what they call drip and understanding that. Because, mm. look, technically drip is like our house blend. Yeah. Like it really is almost roasted, you know, relatively the same. It's just going through a different extraction. Yeah. Yeah. They, in terms of us, you know, with our pour over and filter, mm. um, you know, there's different ways of um, interpreting, you know, how light do you want to go, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, totally, initially I've got to remind myself, you know, about, but that's always part of the consult as yeah. well is, is yeah. calibrating with yeah. them. They, I taste what they've currently been tasting so I can better understand what they're looking for. Yep. So then if there is something missing, we can start pinpointing it and then go back to their their profiles and start going from there. But yeah, and, and I, I'll never forget when I was roasting in the US because I got so used, so used to calling it drip and a, yeah. and a drip roast <laughs> and then I got asked to do an espresso roast because like, well, you're the Aussie, like, you know, do an espresso <laughs> roast. And we're going... I forgot how to do espresso. Like, what does espresso mean? Like, it was like everything got challenged. Yeah. It was really, really interesting. Yeah. And then coming back to Australia again, it was getting back into that mindset of mm. like, well, holy moly, going like, back. what is espresso and yeah. how light do we want to go? How dark do we want to go? Mm. Like, what's going on? And like, oh, my God. So <laughs> readjusting. Yeah, and the cu- cultural, cultural yeah. palette is fascinating. Yeah, I really, really... Yeah, because yeah, as we know, coffee is so subjective. Mm. Yeah. There's just, you know, so many preferences and yeah, yeah. The, it's that saying of there's no right or wrong, really. It's just what you like. It's, and, it's what yeah. you like. But yeah, cultural palate is, yeah, I love it. And it, yeah. and you would you say every or every time I go to the States, so every year that I'm back there, it's changing. You know, so like even you go back five years, what you were tasting, the trends in coffee uh, roasting or the mm-hmm. how they were approaching it, it's, it's evolving at a very, very fast rate. Mm. Would you agree yep. with that? 
Yeah, it is. I think maybe it's maybe it's more of their maybe it's more of them embracing yeah. um, maybe espresso more as extraction right. because when you yeah. walk into a, a US cafe, it's more the batch brewers yeah. and everything. Yeah has centerpiece and mm. the espresso machines are always off to the side <laughs> and it's the brew bars and everything else that that's, you know, the, the yeah. centerpiece and you get your cup of coffee, you go to the station, you put your sugar and cream and milk or whatever it is that, that you're doing. Yep. Um, whereas espresso is, yeah, I think slowly becoming a main component Definitely, of a cafe setup yeah. where yep. it never used to be. Yeah. Um, like I remember walking through Dallas Brothers, like it would be like walking through a roastery here in Melbourne that supplies machines where yep. you've just got – all the racks are full of espresso machines yeah. because that's what we supply to our customers. In the US, you just see racks and racks and racks of batch brewers and yeah. you're just going, wow, <laughs> like that's our version of – so when they set up a customer, it's like what what brewer do you want? How many yes. pots do you need? And what kind of grinder do you need for that? And Whereas yeah. for us, it's, you know, what machine can I get? Mm. All that kind of stuff. It's, it's, yeah, yeah so it was true. really, really, really interesting. Yeah, yeah, mm. so true. And it's interesting to see how different places do different things. Mm. Like they specialise more, as you were saying, like on their brew coffees. We're, we're all, I think we're all mm-hmm. gravitating towards a central yes. a central piece because, you know, the Australian market has embraced more filter mm-hmm. and the American market is embracing more espresso. Yeah. So it's becoming, mm. it's becoming closer, yeah. I believe anyway. Which is yep. good to see. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. It is. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you want. At the end of the day, you want everybody drinking really good coffee. Yeah, whether really you're in America or whether yeah. you're, you know, like <laughs> – that's for me. I love when people go, oh, there's no good coffee in America. They're like, no, oh, there is. Right. You might have to you search a little bit harder. Yeah. yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> just look where Anne's been. <laughs> <laughs> what would Anne do? I you did know? do a map at some point, but I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Oh, we might have to try Ooh, and find that. Yeah, send it to mm. us. Yes. <laughs> um, have to, definitely need to update it for sure. <laughs> I've got one last question for you, Anne, before I'll let you go. Um, but what advice or what uh, practical advice would you give somebody that's entering the coffee industry or maybe fresh to the coffee industry, but they're wanting to do that as a career? That's cool. I guess what a lot of baristas would be doing would be, you would hope that they're sort of like looking at the, dare I say, the quality of the cafe Mm. that they want to like start working with. Like, is that cafe, does it have the infrastructure set up or any program set up in terms of... yeah. Beyond just being employed, you mm. know, okay, you you just do what you do as opposed to, okay, yes. well, if you work with us for a certain amount of time, then potentially you might get an opportunity to yeah. um, step into learning how to, you know, learning purchasing and buying or um, like within the cafe, not yeah. and then and then and training. If it and, is a mm. yeah, exactly yeah, and training. Training seems to be the natural yeah. kind of like progression. That's what I did. Um, Management's interesting because just because yeah. you're the because yeah, just because you're the best barista doesn't mean you're going to be the best manager, and yeah. I think so that's true. a mistake a lot of cafes. Oh, make. you see it so often. Yes. Um, I don't know if that answers the question in terms <laughs> of. I'd be really looking at you know the. No, it does. That's the way the way the business is set up, and is that somewhere I would yeah. want to work? And is that going to also help me learn what I need to learn so I can start you know progressing, progressing okay. through? Yeah, yeah, is it a dead end job or is it something that's got? Uh, opportunity for growth and, mm. and for movement. Yeah, and, and, and I guess that's probably where maybe roaster-owned cafes yeah. probably have a bit more scope. Definitely. Mm. Because if you, you know, start as a barista, you start to get involved, kind of like what I did, you get involved in the barista competitions. Yes. Yeah. You start 
but networking because you've got to work with the roasters a bit more closely mm. than yeah. um, learning your, your coffee. And then, you know, as you know, within a roasting business, yep. there's a truckload of layers like oh, yeah. of, of where you can where you can potentially end up. So it's a great networking platform, you know, starting as a barista. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, you get to meet great people and, yeah, I guess, yeah, you get to <laughs> – End up where I am, maybe I don't know. <laughs> wow, that's um, it's a goal. Hey, that's, <laughs> that's a good, that's I just a good can't goal stress to have. enough the the relationship part of coffee. Yeah. Um, and just and and just know that things don't happen straight away. Mm. Yeah. Like you're gonna meet you're gonna meet somebody, and that you know connection might not come into fruition. Yeah. For maybe one or two years, so and you true. get that phone call of like, hey. We met a couple of years ago. Where yeah. are you at? Are you still working as a barista doing blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Are you interested in X, yes. Y, Z? And ah. you go, yeah, sure. And yeah. so I think, yeah, the networking relationships is is imperative in coffee anyway. Yeah, sure. well, that definitely helped me was just going to events, mm. getting involved in yeah. um, extracurricular, so judging, you know, all of that. Have a go. You know, yeah, yep. starting to really just immerse I mean, yourself around it. Mm. Yeah, and that's the only way. Like when I first moved to the US, when to getting the job with Dallas Brothers, I I panicked initially. Like I actually came wow. home briefly because I didn't think I was going to be good enough to be able to work there. And then um, I'll, I'll just had stop you there for a second, Anne. You were definitely good enough to work there, but go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty, but it was pretty scary. Yeah, yeah um, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so then we, then had the chance to go back, and because my husband was was working over there, and kind of went went back, and um, and it was just it was you know went to one of their monthly cupping sessions and did yep. the whole hey can I help you clean up? And yes. by the way, trick, yeah. I've just done my, you know, my Q grade and I've just done this and is there yeah. any roles opening up? And like I really had to yeah. had to put myself, you know, you've got to put yourself out there. You, you really um, do, hey. And then just start attending events and yeah. I think the event thing is really, really handy, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I know that's where I've found like different staff members now is mm. just through yeah, different things like that where people just show up and you're like, who, yep. who are you? And yeah. why are you at one of our yep. cuppings? You know, like, <laughs> that's cool. How'd you find out about it? And from there, yep. you know, you build relationship and, and you find people that are passionate yep. and they're the kind of guys that you want. Like as a business owner, they're the kind of people that you want in your business. So mm. yeah. um, anyway. Absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> That's all good. Um, and thank you so much for joining us on the oh, coffee show. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it's, it. Yeah, it's actually been amazing. So much, so much quality content. Mm. So, and we haven't oh, had a good. on yet. No, we no, haven't. We haven't. You're our first roaster. Roastress. Roastress. You're our first roastress. <laughs> We're getting the terminology right on our show, so it's really cool. All right, and well... Thanks. Love you and leave you. Yeah. Lovely to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, likewise. Thank you. So that was really cool. That was great chatting to Anne. She's got so much knowledge and um, such, yeah, such a wealth of knowledge. Mm. Yeah, that was great. It was amazing. Knowledge is power. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Right. If you would like to um, follow Anne, you can find her on Instagram at Coops. Otherwise, her website is eqmr.com.au. And, and if you would like 
to keep up to date with that coffee show. You can follow us on Who wants to do that? <laughs> Who would? Who would? Yeah. It's great. <laughs> well, stay tuned for more episodes coming up. There's lots of fun people that we're going to be interviewing and chatting to. Mm-hmm. But until then, stay fresh. <laughs> stay fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs>